my name is Beth Guide. I'm with Vertical Web, and tonight we're going to talk about 2022 um, and maybe some of 2023 and what's coming down the pipe, because Google's making changes faster than I think I've ever seen them do. They're just one after the next after the next, and I find like, find like we get our handle wrapped around one thing, and they've now changed something else. So um, it, it's been rapid fire, and I, and I, I think I see where they're going. Um, but we'll, we'll see. So I want to, I'm going to dial, go all the way backwards. And if I had to tell you what 2022 was, I would tell you it was the year of the user. Um, they have really gone all in on getting to where the user is front center and the most important, um, asset in all of this. So what that means to you, especially if you're just walking in and have never heard me before, you know, Google Google is beholden to providing the best search results um, to its end user, which is the person that's sitting on the other side of the chair and, and doing that search. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, of ways that people try to manipulate those, those rankings. Um, but overall, Google's committed to the quality of what appears on the first search page. Uh, let's make no mistake, they're also committed to the, what the bottom line is, you know, dollar amounts, and they have um, added a lot of paid for features to that page. Um, I, I have never been an advocate for paid search. Um, what I've always advocated is to help you guys meet your users where they are, not where you want them. And that's a, that's a very um, important thing as business owners to start to understand is you have to understand where your customer is and at what point would trigger them coming to find you. Um, and th and that's, sometimes that's hard because you want to always tell people what you think and how you think. And you you actually have to, this, this almost involves, you know, thinking about when do people come and find you and how do they find you? Um, and when do, when, at what point does it trigger them needing the services that you offer? So um, when we go back to the beginning of the year, uh, the very first hurdle and bar that we had to cover, uh, which is my favorite topic, because every time I say this, it goes crazy in up, up many different directions. But um, the speed of your website is um, something that they have, they focused on in the beginning of the year. Now, some people are saying, oh, they're not seeing a speakable difference about it anymore. Um, I think what's happened is everybody's addressed their speed issues, so they don't really realize that it's not, uh, it's it's still a thing. Um, what I mean when I say how fast your website is, uh, we talked about tools, ways to grade it, um, and the platform that it's built on. So if I had to, you know, the first quarter maybe the first quarter and a little bit of 2022 really were spent on the mechanics of your website, how your website's built, where your website's hosted, how fast your website is, does it spit the results out right? And if you don't match those bars, you're not going to get anywhere very far, very fast. And that's always been a that's always been a problem. I, I do want to say, if anybody has a question, you know, feel free to either put it in the Q&A window or in the chat window. I have both up and I'm watching them. So I'm, I'm watching for you if you have questions. So the very first thing that I had a hurdle with everybody in the beginning of the year is that um, 
you know, cookie cutter websites are really not the way to go. Um, and that that's always a small, a hard pill for small business owners to swallow because a lot of you have gone down the Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, uh, Shopify road. Um, I can't really emphasize enough how that's like a really bad road with a lot of potholes. Um, those platforms are really not designed for you to succeed, unfortunately. They're really designed for, you know, you to have a brochure on the internet um, and for you to, um, you know, just have a presence. It's not, if you are serious about driving people to your business and doing it through the web, you have to have um, a good, strong, solid website. So I went to a meeting last night and I, and I always am um, intrigued by the way people approach me because I, I sometimes think people don't really know what I do. So I went to this meeting last night and they were lamenting how they were going to get possibly some new uh, members to their group. And, you know, I kind of put my hand up and I said, well, I said, I would do it through education and run programs for parents and, you know, help parents understand, you know, some of the things that are going on in the world and approach it that way. And the guy launched off at me and he said to me, well, these people, how are they going to find us? What are they going to do? How is that going to be? That's very expensive. And I looked at him and I said, A, you know, first of all, I'm sitting there, so it's not going to be all that expensive. But B, that if you put them together right, your website can be an endless stream of customers for you. And I think any business owner out there is remiss in writing off their website. Every one of you should embrace your website as if it was an additional salesperson for your company. Um, you don't have to pay it commission. Uh, you may have to pay somebody like me to work on it and to help it get where it needs to be. That That's for sure. But, you know, that cost is fixed. So once it gets going and it starts doing what it's supposed to do, your cost is fixed and your, your ROI far exceeds it. So I don't like to hear from from small business owners that, well, I've, you know, gone down this Squarespace road, I've gone down this, you know, Wix road, and I put up a site there, and that's my web presence. Because at the end of the day, you basically are taking away one very large and important channel for you to be able to get business in through the door. And that's partly why I do this. So this one question says, besides Shopify, what pl platforms do I recommend? So I'm going to put this out there right now is that, I, you know, we are huge advocates of WordPress. Um, and we, um, we make sure that we put that and assemble it together. It allows you to do what needs to be done technically it allows um, it allows you to put together a website that uh, works well, that allows you to meet the site and the structure of the way Google says that website should be built to get built. Um, probably within the first quarter 
I will do a how do I assemble a website class. So just know that's coming down because I think that if you don't know how to assemble a website, you're at a severe disadvantage right out of the box. And that's why something shiny like a Squarespace or a Wix looks good to you. Um, Shopify is interesting because a base Shopify that you would just get and pay your basic is very difficult to rank anything within Google. Um, you would need a customized version of it to even get in the right ballpark. And that customized version is going to set you back a lot of money. Somebody said, do I fix websites? I fix websites all day long. That's what I do. I, I probably know WordPress better than just about anybody you can throw in front of me. And what I don't know, my system admin does know. So what, that's not, and, and, I, and I, what I have to say is that I would like to get to a point where I didn't have to fix a website. I'd like to get to a point where you guys had enough education to know how to get going in the right direction. And you came with something that wasn't a broken down car. And that's one of, one of the things that we've talked about extensively in this class is platform. And the first quarter of the year, Google was really going after the platform. They, they want the websites to be fast. They want them to be assembled right. They want you to put your images up right. You cannot put a 10 meg image off your digital camera on your website without resizing it, shrinking it. And your web host should be at providing some tools to do that. But you yourself should know that when you put something up, you cannot do it. I don't think most people know it. Um, and I think those are the, those are the type of things. So um, we're gonna. I'm gonna tell you. You can go to web.dev and let me bring up a browser here. I don't think I have a browser open. Do I have a browser open? No. Hold on a minute. Let me. Um, Let me bring this up here. Let me see where my screen is. There we go. Close my email. So you go to web.dev, okay? And I'm gonna move this down. You should all be able to see my screen. Um, and this is the it's a good place for you to start. Google put together some tools for you to be able to get, make sure that your website is pretty pretty fast and and doing what it needs to do. Um, and where the heck did they put it? I never know. Now they've got a whole bunch of stuff here. They're going to make a liar out of me. It used to be sitting right here. Let's, let's see if it's here. Uh, it's going to make a liar out of me, huh? Let's go here. Speed. It used to be sitting right there when you do it. They they've moved it. I and I haven't been here in a while because we um we kind of have it all knocked out pretty good. Let's see. Well, I feel like I'm going around in a circle. All right, we're gonna do this a different way. So there's another company out here that does this and they market for Google. Google built it into their browser, uh, the web.dev tools. I, I didn't realize they shut the front part of it down. So it's built into Chrome now, but just use this website in the meantime. So you can put in your website. 
and it's going to do an analysis of that website. And it's going to come up and it's going to tell you about your website and how fast it is or how slow it is or what what's going on with it. Um, it says besides Shopify, it's all WordPress. Everything is WordPress. That's what we that's what we advocate using um, across the board. So just so everybody knows, that's what that's where we're at on that. OK, so. Um, just make sure that you know. So you can see on mine, mine got a C for some reason, which I don't really know why. Um, but it, it comes up and it tells you what's fast, what's slow, and it gives you the Google core of where, where it's uh, not working well. So what it's doing is it's saying that I have some large items on my homepage um, is basically the nutshell version of it. So if you come down here, it will tell you what some of the problems are and where some of the problems are. And you can go through and you're able to go ahead and um, address some of those things as, as you go. Uh, it gives you how long it takes for it to draw your picture. It takes you long, how long it takes you to load your website and how long it takes for you to be able to um, as long as uh, for what you uh, need to do. I'm looking at the screen. It says, why do I, why don't I recommend Shopify? Well, Shopify is a, well, Shopify was designed to be like a point and click web store builder. The problem is, is that these, these on-site builders that you put together there, uh, no, uh, the, really the only answer is, is, is WordPress because WordPress is, um, no, and, WordPress is not expensive, so um, so there's can I, that. Can I too. ask a question to clarify something here? Like, I, yeah, I, go ahead. a lot of people are already on Shopify or they're already on Squarespace, and and so a lot of times we'll talk in these uh, webinars about how at some point you've got to get your own WordPress website. What if they also started if they're already on Shopify and Squarespace? What if they started their own WordPress website? And uh, then uh, we're able to send people to the Shopify if that's where they're really selling their, their stuff from. I, no. Well, all right. Okay. So the thing is, uh, that that's a really loaded question. I know. Um, really loaded question. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm no, no, no. So, so the thing is, Google looks at the aggregate of the whole site, right? So if you send stuff over to Shopify and then send it back to your website, it's not together it's like if you, anybody's ever had two houses you have to pay two electric bills you have to maintain two houses and the problem is you don't get a lot of credit from this subdomain because it's not all integrated together and it's very apparent because they can't live really under the same web address well all right and that's a very simplistic way to explain it um can you do it? Yes. Have we seen it done? Yes. Have we done it? Yes. Do I recommend it? No. All right. I, I have built Ecto shells around these cores um, because the, the lift was way too large to try to try to do to try to pull it in in one shot. Um, so it becomes very difficult. So let's look at what these builders are and why I'm coming. Because, you know, all you guys, well, I'm looking at this and I'm looking at this and I found this. There, there is, there really isn't any 
a replacement for WordPress. And the reason WordPress, like WordPress out of the box doesn't work, but WordPress with a group of, with a, with a, a foundation that's put together for SEO, the website gets put together properly and everything gets put together in a way that Google understands what it, what it should be. Um, we'll, I will do a technical SEO class so I can kind of explain this better to you guys as we, as we, you know, we go through a class like that, but it, but it has to do with how pages are put together how the hierarchy of those pages are put together, how the code base is put together, bad coded, bad bloated code is not going to rank. All right. So, and these, these cookie cutters that I'm calling these Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, Shopify bunch, that's what they are. They're cookie cutters and they're not they're not really built up to spec. I don't, I don't know how else to say. I mean, they're, they, you pay them, they get your money, whether you succeed or not. They, they really don't care if you succeed. And at the end of the day, I can't tell you how many people went there. And I have a website right now that we took out of Shopify, flipped it. Um, long story, but this thing was originally in a platform called OS Commerce and they decided that that platform didn't work well for them anymore. So they put it into, um, they put it into um, uh, Shopify and they lost 85% of their traffic um, and took them about two years and they came back and they said, hey, what can you do to fix this for us? You know, we know you told us not to do it. We did it anyway, but would you be willing to fix it? Which, of course, I'm always willing to help somebody. So I told them, yeah. So we came back and we we fixed it. And I got about 65% of their traffic back just simply by taking it out of, out of Shopify and putting it back into WordPress. So there there is there is a definite failure within those systems for those websites to rank now i i can tell you some of it is server response time some of it is the code base so google knows when those websites are you can't hide the fact that you're using those tools there's no way to hide it because it's literally in the code of the pages and if you look at the code of the pages the pages are really junky and yucky and and terrible looking so um WordPress can look a little big and undaunting too, but at least the structure of the pages are put together right, the headers of the pages are built right, um, things are called right, and the websites are intrinsically faster. And I think that's a really important, a really important piece of this that, or, that is that the websites are absolutely, they're faster. And that's important. And that's something that we all need to kind of strive for because um, if your website's not fast, as much as I'm telling you about Google, what I'm really saying is that if your website doesn't load fast enough, um, people are walking away and they're going to go, um, they're going to go somewhere else. And that's it. That's just the uh, simple fact of it, that you have only a few seconds um, and that's it. Well, so the, this so, is about search engine optimization, right? And it's about your website actually um, um, providing a source of new business for you. If, if you, well, if you find right. a lot of people when they first set up their website, they're setting it up to have a be, have be a place to send people, right? That where it, you you can still display all your stuff well there, and people can still find your stuff, and you can set up something nice there. 
but you're the one sending everyone to it, right? Right. And that that's the thing. I mean, we I you know, I have several hundred people a day come through my website that I have not talked to, I have not told about. I don't I don't I don't have them and I've put together a, a a website that basically helps answer questions, that helps demonstrate that we're an expert and I and I'm going to kind of get to that in a little bit here, okay? But when you build your website structurally right, content wise right, address what your end user needs and be willing to be humble enough to meet them where they are, which is so important. Um, you end up with people contacting you to do business with you. Uh, and you did not need to do anything to make that happen other than work on your website. And that's a, that's a big deal. Um, these websites that are on platforms are just not going to cut it. And it's, it, it's sad. Because I, I, unless you know somebody like me telling you that this is the case, um, you know, you, you don't know that that's, that's what's going on. But that's just the reality of it is that you, a platform-based website is no good. Uh, I just went ahead and added, uh, if, you do, if you wanted to do this, um, there is a Lighthouse plugin that goes into... Um, that goes into Chrome and it will do your speed test for you. So you just simply just have to go to the website um, and it will put it in. I'll tell you another thing that we use is Rank Math and it has it built in as well. So you don't really have to go to Google anymore to pull it up. There's multiple ways. I mean, every page I build, I kind of just basically can see. So, but if you go to Lighthouse and I'm going to run Lighthouse on this website, let's see, did it run it? I'll tell it generate report. It'll it'll pull up. I see you guys put another one here that says to test it. I just I I don't like to give out things that I don't know that are Google approved like that. I don't know if that's a that tool's as useful as a GT metrics, but usually GT metrics and the Lighthouse will do it. I I'm gonna have to go look at like at web.dev because it literally was on the front page and it's not there anymore. But I, I like I said I have it built into other tools I use, so I haven't really been looking at it that way. All right, so on this one, for some reason, it came up and it scored pretty poorly here, and I'm going to have to go look and make sure that my plugin's working and everything for speed, because it should have come up, see, it comes up 100%, 74%, but on speed, it's a little bit slow and sluggish, so I'm going to have to go back. I, um, you you need to run a speed plugin like uh, WP Rocket or like, um, I have Nitro, Nitro Pack running on on this one. So that's why I'm surprised that it, it's as slow as it is because it usually doesn't take all of that. But you can see it comes up and it gives you all the pieces of this that you need to do. And then it comes back and it gives you all the information that you need to go to go fix it. It's a lot of gobbledygook. If you don't have a webmaster, you're going to have a little bit of a learning curve, but you can fix it. If you're at Squarespace or Shopify, you're not fixing 90% of this because you don't control the servers, you don't control, you know, certain aspects of things. So as a result, you don't, you don't have the ability to fix a lot of this um, when you're on a platform. Okay. And I, I, the, I am a, I am a person that's always going to recommend a traditional hosting. 
word file system that goes, you know, WordPress that goes in your own hosting account and to stay out of this merry-go-round of these, you know, cookie cutter websites because they just simply don't work. So that's that's that story. Okay, it says, thank you for doing this. What do you recommend for integration with Square and Qt and Jotforms and Wix? I, I don't recommend anything. It, it, you, to my mind, you just need to get to where you're using just WordPress. I mean, and the, all those things you have, Jot, if you want Jotforms and stuff like that, that's all there. Um, it's it's uh, It says integrating scheduling platforms. Okay, so there's there's multiple scheduling platforms. I actually I have several that run through my one one to let me set up appointments. I can put events there. So there's there's multiple solutions. There's thousands and thousands of plugins that run um, that run under WordPress to help solve problems. So it's not a it's not a hard thing to to solve. Um, to to use that and to go to go through that it says what about setting up redirects how many website domains can we buy can we do redirects okay yeah no let's not do that i don't know why we get all these these things here that um you cannot buy domains anymore and do redirects like you could in 1998 okay um Google will penalize you. You will have a problem for that, and that will just not be a thing. So that's that's really not what this class is about. Um, and but I that's something that we overview, should do, right? We can do, yeah. we can do another one. Uh, yeah, we, it's uh, you know, yeah. I mean, if this is a that that's not something that we should be. No, that's you don't do that, and that's not really on something that's on tonight's topic. All right. Um, all right, so this is a relevant question. It says, I use WordPress. I do you recommend a page builder? I will tell you, we were using WP Bakery, which is kind of like your Brinzy there for a while. Um, and when this speed thing came up, we changed over to Elementor because Elementor put some time in and was able to um get the speed stuff addressed. And I'll tell you, at the end of the day, I can do so much more with Elementor so much quicker. Um, I, I am so glad we made that jump. And I will tell you, I was resistant at first when it was first brought up to me. I was like aggravated that somebody was even, you know, saying this. Um, but the kids came back to me, you know, about a year later and they said, look, we think that this is what we really need to do. And they kind of laid out a case to do it. So I let them do it. And I'm really glad we did. So I, I'm going to strongly say Elementor. It's drag and drop. I mean, even if you don't know how to do programming, this thing is that is it's really that intuitive. How do you so spell Elementor. Mm -hmm. How do you spell that? E L E M E N T O R. Okay. Um, what is the cost to have a website created? Is a huge variable. It could be five hundred dollars. It could be fifty thousand dollars. So it's kind of you know that's kind of it's kind of like saying what does it cost to have a house built. I, I don't know what kind of house you want, so I can't really give you a price on that. But, um, you know, like I said, they can go 500, they can go 50,000, they can go 500,000. It just all depends on what you want. All right, so we got all of those questions answered. Let's see if we've got any over here. I'm making sure I got everybody. Okay. Can you give them an overview of what, we're, what topics you're going to cover today? Because somebody's already asked a question a long time ago. How do I get started on a digital marketing uh, campaign, social media marketing? Uh, and so um, we just, if you tell them a little bit about some of the different trends you're going to cover, uh, since it's a wrap up of the year and different things, then they'll kind of know that we're planning on having time for a little bit of all of this. 
So my really good friend, Karen Sharp is here and you just made my night and I don't even know if you can see that I'm grinning from ear to ear. So um, I I hope to see you soon. So anyway, yeah, I guess Sandra, you said hi too, but yes. Yeah, I know. You see me. Yeah, I I don't know if you just saw that, but I just, yeah, my one of my really good friends is is here and that always just makes me happy. Well, anyway. She's also an advisor um, for HCC now in our Open for Business program. So Karen, yes. you can put your, your you know, contact information in there as well, if you'd like. Okay, so the thing here is this, all right? So is there an agenda for tonight? I want to, What I want to talk about is speed. What I want to talk about is technical. And what I want to talk about is content. The thing is that what the reason I don't ever truly publish a, a agenda for these things is I'm here for you guys, and if you guys end up keeping me on website builders for 45 minutes and we never get to something else, I don't want you to say, well, I, you didn't get to something. So my goal tonight is to talk about speed. Uh, it is to talk about technical, and it's to talk about content. And the content portion of this is going to be a little bit, I'm hoping, a little bit lengthy because content is really kind of taken uh, a front and center step in all of this and something that we really need to do and really need to look at. So, uh, but I need you to all understand a that bit about social media marketing as well, right? But I really wasn't going to, I mean, to me, when you do your content that goes out to social media, so that becomes the next step past that that's part of content. So how do you get started? I, I think you have to have a website. I think you need to build that website. I need to think you need to put content on that website. And I think all social media needs to come from your website. I will say that not everybody agrees with me that they put up today is National Night of Wine, or this is, you know, a Pinot Grigio Day or Chocolate Chip Ice Cream Day. You know, to me, that does not make my business go any further. Um, so, I think you have to go and start with a very strong website and content. So I have a little bit of a different, and you know that, but I have a very different idea of where do I start with social? Because to me, social is last and it's only there to support your website. And that's very, um, that's, that's where I, that's where I look at it from. So, all right. Somebody else is saying, I heard someone talk about nice page website builder. Okay. Uh, again, um, I don't, I don't, well, I don't even know if this thing goes in there. So here's the thing, all right? If you're going to build a house, you're going to put a foundation in, and you're going to build the house to that foundation. You can't come back then and decide that I want to do, I want to add a bathroom to, the, I have to then add that to, and sometimes I have to start all over. Or I want a, I have a two-story house and now I want a one-story house. There's no way to take my two-story house and make it a one-story house. It's I would have to knock the house over and start over. All right. So that that's the kind of stuff that when you're asking me, well, if I do this, can I go over here? You guys need to start with WordPress, get in it in on the right direction. And just go, because that is the one that will allow you to grow. That'll be the one that you don't need to go move. That's the one that you'll be able to, you can go all the way out to, you know, thousands of visitors a day in a WordPress website and never bat an eye. And if you get to the point where you have a problem, 
in something with WordPress because you have too much traffic, you'll have the money to solve those problems because you'll have the business to support it. So this this becomes a I, I'm really I'm not I don't want to say I'm stuck in my ways, but the answer really is as simple as you have to build the website right. And the web these web platform tools don't allow you. So um, don't start in one and try to move to another, which is what I think I'm understanding uh, Michael to say. Um, somebody said, do I do more than building websites? Yes. That I, what I do is I drive traffic to websites. The building of the website is necessary because I have to have a vehicle to drive traffic to. Um, I can't decide I'm going to go run a race around the track and not have a car. So the fact that I have to build them is only because I need to have the right vehicle to be able to drive it down the road. All right. So this says, do you recommend besides a website doing social marketing? So that, that, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a question that's hard to answer because if you're a recipe writer, yes, please go put stuff up on Facebook and Instagram. If you're an accountant, please don't go put stuff up on Facebook and Instagram. So those these become a, a, a do I recommend doing this? I will tell you my process because maybe the and I think this should be everybody's process. I don't really come off of this process no matter what um, the business is. Okay, I take a page of content, I write a page of content, I put the page of content on the website, I then take the page of content and put it on social media. I never deviate from that because everything I put up is related to me. It's related to my brand. It's related to who I am. And it's related to being an expert. And what I'm going to say is, I guess we're going to kind of come away from technical for a minute. Let's kind of go into content. All right. So when I look out over 2022, all right, the fact is you all need to be an expert. And, you know, I, I did this when we were in class. I just taught a class in person for Lalitha a couple Saturdays ago. And the first question I asked is, are you an expert? And you know what? Nobody put their hand up but one person. And the one person that put their hand up, I have known for probably five years now. All right. So they knew exactly where I was going. Every one of you is an expert in your business. And you should be. The thing is, is that do you matriculate that out and put that on a website and and show the world that you're an expert? OK, so as you say, should I put stuff on social media? I'm the, I'm putting it on social media to showcase that I'm an expert. And the thing is that Google wants experts. They don't want people that to be in the top spot of their website to be able to um be there in a number one spot and then not be or have an expert opinion on a subject and that's what they're all about and it it's not something different than what i've been saying they have just gotten very aggressive with it so the the thing should be for you and especially those of you that participate in these entrepreneur programs and sandra's business plan competition and everything like that I need you to stick this in your head. One of the most important things that you can do is position your business as being an expert in the space that you are. And, you know, Sandra, you you had said to me, uh, Lindsay Brantley, 
she is somebody that's come through this program and she's done ex exceptionally well. But she did that because she started out with, I have a problem, I solve a problem, I'm an expert in solving the problem. And she's done really well for herself because of it. And that needs to be our approach. So putting it on social media, yes, please put it on social media. What you'll never see me do is put something for my SEO business on social media. I, at the end of the day, making little graphics and sticking it on Instagram, eh, I guess I could do it. But I don't know that it really helps drive this business backwards or forwards rather it's not worth my time and i don't get the backwards flow out of instagram to do it so i'm not going to do it facebook is kind of like more for my business i mean people don't necessarily want to hear about digital marketing on facebook unless i'm going to offer a class or a you know something like that the other thing is that Facebook has become so aggressive on a pay-to-play model that you can't get enough traction off Facebook without paying them to do so. I have no desire to pay anybody to promote my business. My entire function is predicated on not paying these big companies for me to advertise my business. I want you to organically choose my business because I am the best choice. All right. And those to, to buy an ad does not solve that for me to decide I'm going to go put my name out there now for the web hosting product. Eh, maybe I could do that. All right. Um, and, and, and the web hosting part of my company, I probably could do that and, and be OK with it. I don't know that I really just want to take in any person that happens to be on Facebook that wants web hosting. I, I don't I don't think we're that company anymore. There was a point in time that we were, but I think we, we really are specialized now. Um, the hosting product we offer is for people that are serious about marketing their websites, not just putting up a photo site of their kid growing up through the years. Um, you know, so... It depends. So this says, I've seen many other companies are using their social to show, showcase what they're offering. But what are you? What do you do? It says, I'm a future accountant. All right. So I don't know. I don't. So just let's let's think through this a minute. All right. I'm sitting in my chair watching television, looking at my Facebook account, and you show up wanting to be my accountant. I'm doing this because it's you're now trying to be an accountant. But if you go put yourself over on LinkedIn, that's where I would be looking for accountant. All right. So I, I think you have to pick and choose your battles properly. And the thing is, just because your competitor is doing something, I don't know what they're getting back out of it. You don't know what they're getting back out of it unless you used to work there. But, you know, you have to you have I see a lot of people do a lot of stuff and or somebody tell me, look, they're they're doing this. Look, they're they're my competitor. They're doing it so well. And I go look and they they don't have any positioning. They have no viable website. They've got no search engine rankings. So they're really not what you they may be a thorn in your side, but they're really not competing in the out in the in the marketplace and in in taking a piece of the market share from you. So I, I want you to, you know, if you're an accountant, you need to be writing stuff and putting it out on LinkedIn where business owners are. Granny looking at her grandkids on Thanksgiving over a turkey, I don't know that they're wanting to see an accountant and that's not falling on deaf ears at the time. 
Um, what about Google Ads? Google Ads work in some things, and Google Ads don't work in other things. And in the in the in the, the best way to say that, like I I have uh, one guy right now. Um, I just put a Google AdWords campaign together for him, and he's actually getting leads off of it because his site is so new. He doesn't have organic traffic. Where he's now falling down is he also used third-party checkout mechanisms. So there's, I think what we're going to find is I'm going to have to fix his checkout mechanism for it to start working right. I'm not opposed to Google Ads, but what I want everybody to understand about Google Ads is, A, they're like crack, okay? Um, once you start paying for them, if you predicate on building your business on, on it, then what's going to end up happening is that's where your business is going to come from. Um, I do think there is a place and there's some brand awareness from having an ad. I mean, I run AdWords on my own website. I don't, I don't spend but about a hundred dollars a month, but it's because of the brand. I'm supporting my brand with them. I'm not saying come host your website with us. I was running an AdWords campaign for web hosting back years ago. I would spend over $10,000 a month and I had $120 client acquisition cost. All right, so I'm not opposed to AdWords, but the but the right formula, to my mind, no, I don't think so. All right, it says are Google Analytics reliable? No, I don't. I don't think that's a whole other story. That's not this class. Um, but the short answer is no. Um, my whole philosophy is predicated on this. Okay, that you are going to be an expert. You're going to put up content that's going to make you shine. So let's take this accountant example, okay? If I put up a page on my website that says five things to do if you get an IRS letter, you now are just demonstrating what are things that you can do. The person that gets an IRS letter is going to go Google. What do I do when I get an IRS letter? Because they're now panicked because they have an IRS letter, all right? When you marry those two things, you sound credible, you sound knowledgeable, you're providing an answer, you're in the right place at the right time. All of a sudden, you are now the person that they're picking to choose to do business with, okay? And they're going to Google, they're looking up what the whether they want an accountant, if they need help with an IRS letter, if they have a tax question, um, whatever they're looking up and you're in their path, the chances are great that they're going to call you. So your, so your objective ends up being get in the people's path, all right? So for my own website, where one of the greatest things that we have people come to us as new business for is they come to us off the knowledge base because they're looking up answers that their own web host is not providing. So there's a lot of people that find us trying to solve tech support issues. That, that's perfectly fine with me, all right? I, I'm good with that, and I'm, I've positioned us to do that. These SEO talks, I have been putting them on the internet since COVID started. I will tell you, I was wrong about something. I had said for years that I would never put these classes on the internet because, first of all, I never was sure how well it would play because if you've ever seen me in person, I'm very interactive, and I never was sure whether that would get captured right. And I think we've done a good job of capturing it and, and being able to handle it well after, you know, doing this for two and a half years this way. 
But those on-demand classes, what I have people doing now is they go watch those classes, they come back and they're calling me saying, we want to do business with you because you're the first person that I've ever heard speak that actually knows what they're talking about. All right. And I, and I, to me, I'm, I mean, I, 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 I want to put a big sign on the front of our website that says, I fix what other people break, because I can't tell you how many people just show up with their cars broken down and say, here, please come fix it for me. All right, so let's see. It says, are Google Analytics reliable? I said, no. Are other search engines just as relevant as Google? Um, Google that's, that's getting to be a fuzzy question. Google used to be 90%. I think it's now probably in the low 80s. But YouTube is one of the things that are eating into that some. Um, Amazon is eating into that some. So the use of the word search engine and how we modify and do things um, is changing a little bit. But still, 80-some percent of all traffic is coming off Google. So you, you have to pay attention to it and you have to build for it. Um, one of the things that we've been doing is taking these for example, these classes, we're sticking them out on YouTube. We have a whole YouTube channel of them. Like I said, there's about 70 of them now. Um, and we're sticking them out on YouTube. But what I'm doing is I'm actually inverting and pulling them back through our website. Um, let me just show you. Because I'm taking the power of YouTube and 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 actually, again, using it to support the website. I do everything to support the website. So just understand that's my my biggest philosophy on how to do that. So if you but if you come over here, you see that we have our blog and I have this is the last one of the last pages I put up like this one will be up by the end of the week or early next week. OK, so we have what are basics. And you see, I have a player here, which is the audio file. But if you come down, I have the video from the YouTube channel that's embedded right into the page. So you can go right to the YouTube channel and you can see there's, you know, there's, there's, there's a pile of them. I think there's 72 of them now. Um, but there's a whole bunch of of uh, videos that go right along with this that are our previous classes so you you have them but what i did is i bought the other search engine youtube into my website so i have it mathematically algorithmically correct for google i also have youtube pulling on in and pulling into it so and on top of it all i actually have my talks living out on on podcast servers and i and i've told everybody for a while now you know those of you that are asking me about the social media yeah i would much rather put my time into a podcast and putting the podcast up and out and getting out on those podcast servers way more than i'd ever worry about making a little instagram post about accounting um, I would, I would go and and if I was, I would give a 10 minute talk on how's the right way to fill out your tax forms or why do we not need to take uh, deductions anymore? And what's the difference between the standard deductions now and itemizing them? At what point do you need to itemize? So you could have, you could become the tax queen and go live out on, on, on YouTube with these videos and be a, a star because you're going to end up seeing those videos are going to end up getting pulled back into the Google search results. And you're seeing it now that when you do a search, if there's a YouTube video that supports your search, that's what they're putting there. So I'm, I'm marrying my website to YouTube and to Google 
and to the podcast servers. And then, oh, by the way, I just go throw it all out on the social media channels. So I have a pretty strong social media following and pretty strong social media presence, but not because I'm making cutie little posts out there about, um, you know, stuff where, you know, stuff I'm doing or, you know, the, the biggest following I have is my dogs at this point, you know, because I'm not paying for it. So everybody follows along to see the life of my dogs because I have pretty special dogs. But, you know, the moral of the story is, is that I, I think that this content model is where we need to be. And it all starts to be predicated on, are you an expert? And if you're not an expert, then we need to have a different discussion with you because everybody needs to adjust their thinking and everybody needs to understand that you're an expert at your business. And that has to be your persona when you're walking into something. I'm going to say this else because I can't see you. You don't, I don't know what you optically look like. All right. But what I, what I want, yeah, I know, right. They could be. Um, but what I want to say to you is this. All right. Those of us that are over probably the age of 45 were taught to be humble, to not, you know, be conceited, you know, that kind of a, that kind of a scenario. I think that we have a harder time standing up and saying, hey, I'm the best and I've got no problem telling you so. I think those that are under 45 and probably under 40, maybe 35. They've got no problem telling you they're the smartest people that you'd ever want to meet. Well, that has to be all of our, you know, presentation when when you're talking about your business or you're marketing your business. You have to stand tall in your boots. You have to be an expert and you have to be an expert for Google's because they're not going to let you be on Google if you're not an expert. So we're going to we're going to talk a minute here about how do we be an expert. Somebody just asked me if I'm on TikTok with my dogs, and I, I said no. One of the things I could do, and I'm actually considering doing it, and I'll tell you, two years ago, I came home with a digital camera, and I said to the, to the kids, I was going to start filming these classes and putting them on the internet, and they laughed at me, and they said, we don't ever see you doing it. Well, by gosh, COVID forced me to do it, and I don't know without COVID I would have. I actually now am wondering if I don't want to do something like the SEO minute and just give you what happens through my head once a day on SEO. I could see that working. Um, I could do Cooper's Corner too. With I have a little puppy and he's he's cute and he could go and be on on Instagram pretty easy or on TikTok pretty easily. So I I am considering doing something with TikTok. I I think that. I could take what I do, um, the tax person, you could to go and give a tax tax tip of the day. You know, those become the things that you can do. Yeah, you see, you're saying do it. Um, you know, I, I've kind of gotten past this talking to the computer, talking to myself, not seeing y'all's faces, not getting that feedback, because sometimes it's the feedback that, that you know, was in the past made me a more dynamic speaker was you guys. I, I've learned how to adapt to that. So I don't have the problem anymore to do that. And I, and I, I guess I could uh, in my spare time. The other thing I may do is just start carving these videos up and seeing if I can't make them um, into uh, a little bit of a stuff. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, um, 
I'll, you know, the question becomes, how do you become an expert? So it's these speaking engagements. If you're not doing them, do them. If you can speak at a chamber of commerce, do it. And when you speak at the chamber of commerce, film it. All right. Uh, when you um, start a podcast, a podcast is pretty darn powerful. Um, and it gets you a lot of uh, people listening and following along. What I will tell you is my podcast continues to grow. It kind of surprises me because I just thought it was always going to be you guys coming to hear uh, the podcast. But what I'm finding is it's not you guys coming to see the podcast. It's it's coming from all over the place because of the way I structured the page. So because um, I wasn't going to go get a contract with iHeartMedia and I want to do this all for free, my idea to take a take my video or take a subject, because I'm doing it for my customers too. I just am doing it in about 15-minute or 20-minute clips as opposed to doing – um, longer clips, you know, like these are longer, but we're taking a topic, we're writing out a page of content, and then we are embedding the video and the podcast into the page of content. And I think that's very important. And if you can master that, what happens is the audience gets picked up and driven by Google. So when somebody goes in and types, you know, how do I do this? Or what do I do this? Or, you know, how do I learn SEO? All right. They go and they go find out what it is. It's Internet Marketing Clinic, just like the name of this. Um, so they go and they go out and they go find these things. They go find the podcast. They go find it. They subscribe to it. They're reminded to you of you every time you upload a new file. So you really have a way to be able to ding your audience pretty easily if they're subscribed to it. Um, it's, it, there's nothing to say that you can't sit down on your back patio on a Saturday afternoon with your iPhone or your Android and film yourself and talk about your business. And I would pick a topic. Uh, I would pick, you know, something somebody asked you this week, pick, uh, one of the popular, popular things that have come up. All right. Uh, we we have um, I've had this question a lot, which is what is the proper use of video on a website? I've, I I think I've answered that about five times to five different customers this week, and because of how I'm structuring it, how I'm doing it, I'm being able to take one piece of content or one event and and make it useful in two, three, four, five different ways. Uh, as far as the social media end of it, all of these go out to social media. They're sitting on um, Facebook. They're sitting on LinkedIn. They're sitting on my Google post because you should be posting on your Google My Business profile. If you're not, please start. Um, they're all, it's constantly being posted out there. Uh, Toastmasters is a great way to learn public speaking. Um, but I, but I, Really can't stress enough to you guys to be able to sit down and to start to put together a plan to, so that you're occupying that space. So Google has gone out now and they've really, 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 really strict, made stricter. I don't know what's the right way to say that. 
the content rules. And this is kind of what I want to uh, I want to say about this. Um, yeah, Toastmasters, that's what they do. They teach you public speaking. So that's a great thing. Join a networking group. Uh, you're not going to believe this when I say it, but I wish I had a video of it. When I first started going to network, so, you know, we web design, we did web hosting. And when I started to do networking for the, um, uh, mar the digital marketing part of the business, I used to have to go out and they make you stand up and do 30 second elevator speeches. I hated it. I wanted to go run. In fact, I still honestly kind of hate giving an elevator speech. So I, um, you know, that was something. Now what I do is any new hire I have, I send them to the networking group so they can learn how to make an elevator speech. Because once you can get that barrier down and not trip over yourself, you start to do a whole lot better on doing these type things. Uh, somebody said, what are some of these good groups? I mean, anything from the Chamber of Commerce. I don't know if you're male or female, but, you know, there's a Memorial Women's Business Group. That's that's a great one there. It's a small enough group to to get to get going. The, the price to, to belong there is inexpensive. I think B&Is are expensive. So if there's any B&I owners in the room, I apologize for that. Um, but I just think they're expensive and there's a lot more rules with that. But I have a group out. I live in Humble, so or I live in Kingwood and I have I've been part of Friday morning networking out here for a better part of 15 years. And when I first went there, I wouldn't talk to anybody. I I, I could barely stumble over my elevator speech. I, I just couldn't do it. So if you can get past that, you'll start to be a fairly decent speaker to be able to do all of that. So there's lots of different ways to come at this problem. Well, the thing is that what Google's doing now is they want good original thought content. And what they've done for many years, you'll have heard them say content is king. We say content is king, content is king, content is king. So the SEO people in the world would go out and mass produce content. So the content was thin. It was badly written. And also is um, often it's written by parties that you go buy on Fiverr or people for hire, many of which are outside the United States. What you, what I will say about me, so as I say this, you don't think I'm being a, a, um, a problem here. English is not my first language. Italian was. You can't tell it from hearing me speak. But there's some distinctive times when I say something and words are inverted. When somebody English is their second language, it often comes out in their writing. And Google is penalizing English as a second language writing. They expect it to be grammatically correct and the words to be in the right order. So if you are, if you have trouble with that, you need to have an editor. So come forward now. There's AI programs, Copy AI, Jasper AI. There's a lot of AI programs out there on the market. And it allowed end users to spin up 
pages and put them on people's websites or put them on your own websites very quickly. So it became a magic bullet. I mean, I've heard people talk about, you know, they were able to create a 50-page website in under an hour using a content spinner and a con a con an AI content generator. So Google doesn't want that, right? So they want, you know, my thoughts, my human thoughts, how I progress through things. They don't want an AI simulated set of content. 50 pages is really long. Actually, no, it's actually half of the amount that's needed, but but you can spin them up within an hour with one of these programs. So back in September, they put through what they called this good content update. And they went hard after these bad pages. And I have had, there's, you know, I have a lot of people that we've had for a really long time. So those websites are in good shape. And then sometimes we have some people that haven't been with us that long that we haven't had enough time to fix all the problems with something. So I had two sites that got hit pretty badly, but it's because when the person wrote the pages on the website, the previous person, they had 70 pages worth of content that was created just to create content, not to create content that people would want to read and people would want to use and people would want to interact with. They were short. They were poorly written. They had keywords running throughout them to the point that it was uncomfortable. And those websites lost 90% of their traffic. The other one that we had one for a long time, and they decided that they met some upstart company at the Chamber of Commerce that was less expensive than us, and that they were going to just come and save the world. And what I noticed on theirs is that their website dropped by about 75%. And I couldn't figure out why, because I was like, man, they didn't make that many changes to it. What they had done is they had put AI content up for, for the six months from the time that they left us to the time that every page that was put up was AI content. So I, I am going to tell you that they're after AI content. And here's the problem that I see out there in the world. There's a lot of SEO companies. And there's a lot of SEO companies that sound smart. And they sound like they know more than you. And they may be nicer. Like for me, sometimes, you know, I, I, I'm going to tell you the right or the wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm not about placating people. And I've had people that wanted me to placate them. I'm not a placater. So um, they, if you go out somewhere, you have to make sure that the people that are writing your content, English is their first language. Uh, that those pages are not written with AI content. Now, I have a tool that I can check and see. I, to me, I look at some of the content that's AI content, and I, I, I can't tell. But yet I'll run it through the AI content checker and sure as heck it, it knows it was AI content. So I don't know if it's because 
there's repetitive phrases within it that it can see. So like, um, I, um, I want to, I'm going to stop just for a second. So this is going to go till eight o'clock, but what I'll tell you is that probably by the end of the week or early next week, I will have this on the vertical web website. So you can watch the end if you need to, when you, so you can tap out when you need to go and you can catch the end on the internet. Um, anyway, uh, Thanks for saying that. I appreciate that. I also want to tell everyone that I usually hear from start to end, but I'll be logging out um, in uh, a little bit early today, too. And so if you guys need more information about the business plan competition, you saw me post it more than once in the in the chat. There's contact information about how to reach me, how to look into the business plan competition. Uh, and there's um, you already have Lalisa's, Lalisa's contact information, and I posted best contact information more than once. So I just want to say it's lo lovely being a part of this and I appreciate being here every every um, time we do it. And uh, I just want to say good night a little bit early tonight and then you guys stay on with Beth. And like she said, if you need to log out, you can listen to the, the rest of the video later too. Thank you, Beth. By the way, Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you. Yes, yeah, so we'll talk before then. Okay, I don't. I never know. So yeah. happy holidays, happy new years, happy something. And thanks to everyone and feel free to email us or call us with the information I put in if you go to our website and you ask more questions. But we'll be putting out a lot of information about the business plan competition very soon. Thanks everyone. All right, very good. All right, so um, let's come back to, to, to this here for a second. Let me just do a little house clipping. It's the Royce asked this question and I, Royce, you're not going to get me to say that Shopify is the right answer. Shopify is catering to their bank account. They're not catering to your success. WordPress has a plugin called WooCommerce. It allows you to add the pieces and the components that you need to build a website wherever you want. And it allows you to use the WordPress chassis to do so. So WooCommerce is what you use inside WordPress instead of keep trying to get out back out to Shopify, okay? It's, uh, it, I mean, you can go there, but if your goal, and I assume anybody that's gonna come here and listen to me talk for two hours on a Wednesday night, your goal is to get traffic to your website. If your goal is to get traffic to your website and not have to pay Google or Facebook to provide that for you, um, then I can only tell you the right way to do things. I mean, I, I guess as I, I say these things to you, if I put them in maybe a little bit different of a package, if you want to use Shopify, use Shopify. You're going to just have to use work. You're just going to have to buy ads to support it. And the question becomes how much of how much of the ads going to cost, and then how much of your money and revenue is Shopify going to take as their percentage? So you have to do the cost of doing business. You you cannot. I I would never put my business in the position to be dependent on AdWords ever again. So this true story. I just told you I spent ten thousand dollars a month um, to do to do. Um, AdWords for the web hosting portion of my business. And it worked for a really long time, a good two years. Uh, and then GoDaddy came along. So we existed before GoDaddy. GoDaddy came along and GoDaddy uh, had about a $3 million a month ad budget because they were not looking for web hosting customers. They were looking for customers that uh, wanted web hosting that were going to need merchant accounts. 
because they they know that they're going to get a percentage of your sales off the backside of that merchant account. So long story short is that um, I couldn't compete with somebody with a $3 million ad budget because where I told you my cost for client, client acquisition was $120. I mean, our product is only a hundred. It was only a hundred. Well, it still is only a hundred dollars a year. So as a result, I, I was losing money on every transaction. And if somebody didn't stay past the first, uh, past the second year, it was a losing proposition. Rapidly, that ten thousand became twenty-five thousand dollars a month, and that's when I had to tap out and come up with a different way to bring business uh, to our to bring business in the door without using AdWords. And it was a, it was a trying time. So never again would I put myself in a place where I had to depend on anybody else. Um, I, uh, that's good. Uh, Karen, you know what, give me a call and maybe we can do lunch before the end of the year. Cause I haven't seen you in a while. And it's always good to get caught up. So I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon though. Anyway, um, I just want, that would be awesome. Um, but um, I just, I just, I might, might would never advise you to put yourself in a position where you're beholden to something or a, a system like that. I'm trying to teach you how to do it in a way that you're getting the exposure for free because you're sitting in the, you know, the top spots of Google. Um, those spots are, you know, those spots can net you a lot of money. And if you're in the right plot, spot in the right time. So it says, what is my pay? Well, I, I again, I, well, I don't really think very highly of Facebook ads at this point anyway. Um, so because face, Facebook's a real mess over there. And then the, the question becomes is, is that your audience? I mean, if you're selling Afghans and blankets and pillows, maybe that's your, maybe that's your audience. Uh, or hair shampoo or health and beauty products. I don't know what you're selling. So I, I think that's, I can't really give you an opinion, but if you're selling professional services, I'm not advising to go and do Facebook ads for, for professional services. I mean, if you're the CBD guy, great, go on Facebook and sell CBD. Chances are they won't let you buy the ad anyway. And that's the other problem with predicating a business on an ad. The second that they say your, your product is no longer eligible for um, a uh ad then then what are you going to do so you you guys have to you have to really i again i don't know what you sell so those are like it's kind of like an unfair question if you will just simply because i i don't know to me social media is somewhat dependent on what you do to be able to get um to get in the right place it says are we going to get a copy of this okay so i will have this up on the website on the vertical web website uh, probably either by the end of the week or early next week, depends on how fast we can get an article, a companion article written for this. Um, because I never just put these videos up without a companion article. So I have to get those either. I have to sit down and write it myself, or I have to get my little writer guy, Kevin, to go do it for me. So, um, you know, that's my, that's my problem with that. So, so now we're saying Google ads is a waste of cash. Yes. So see that, that this is where the thing is. Okay. So SEO is a, is a longer game. I mean, you're looking at six to eight months to get started if you don't know what you're doing for sure. Okay. And it, and it's a lot of sweat equity, but at the end of the day, um, 
you know, you, you, you will get there. I mean, I, I, you know, I will get there. Um, you know, I, I recently, I, you know, I, I did some things and I rebranded the company as Vertical Web. And, and when I did, I mean, we had rankings on that website inside of two months. I mean, and, and we pretty much are a juggernaut now. And I, and I mean, I could not be any more pleased with how well putting this website up is. But I sat down and did everything from scratch that I tell you to do in these classes. That's what I did. Um, took a lot of time to get the initial set of stuff moved over, built out, built up, put up, put in. Um, but my website's in a really good spot. My customers' websites are in a really good spot. A lot of the times I find them coming to me and they're pretty busted up and I'm then having to go back and fix them. That's, that's always a problem to me. All right. But, you know, yes, it's a waste of money. And that I, that's, I'm, I'm right through it. And I actually think Facebook and Instagram are a waste of money unless you're selling perfume or pocketbooks or, I don't know, art. I mean, yeah, I mean, there is a place for that, but it depends on what you're selling. I mean, I, you know, if you're selling legal services, if you're a business attorney, you don't belong on Facebook. If you're a divorce attorney, maybe you could go on Facebook. You know, it, it, it just all, it all depends. But I would never, ever set my website up in a way that it was dependent or beholden on any of these third party. I mean, Twitter is a really good example of some. Twitter was great and now everybody hates Twitter. I mean, it's like the wind of what's going to happen here. So you can't put your business in a place where it's subject to that because that's whether you make your mortgage or not that month. So I am always going to teach you need, yeah, it, it, Twitter eats your ads fast too. But the fact is right now it's out of favor with half of the country. So the reality of that is, is you don't put yourself in a place where you have that problem. You put yourself where you control your destiny, which is a WordPress website that you're adding the content to and you're doing it in a way that's, that is aligned with the way I would say the way Google would want it to be, but their practices are just good business practices. So um, these pages that I'm talking about, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I think they need to be about a thousand words. They need to be well-written. They need to be written by you. You need to be a subject matter expert. You know, um, I said I was going to turn this page over to Kevin to let him write it. Well, I have been training Kevin for 19, he always tells me I exaggerate. I guess he's been with us 10 years, okay? Um, I have been training with him all these years to ghostwrite me so that he can write and do what I need him to do in the way I want him to do it. He, he ghostwrites our clients. He has been trained by each and every one of them how to be a subject matter expert and to capture those businesses as an expert. And that's what you all need to do. All right, so we got a couple of questions backing up here. Uh, yes, the website, this is going to be on um, the website. Go to Vertical Web under blogs. It'll be there sometime in the next little bit. And this is, I've been building a website with Wix for seven years and decided that I would transfer to WordPress. Good man. Um, I think that's a, that's the right path to go on. I, I mean, I 100% I, I 
I'm going to tell you that that is the way to go. These things, if you are serious and you want traffic and you don't want to pay for that traffic and you want to put yourself in a permanent position, organic's the way to go. I'm going to give you something else to chew on here for a second. Um, when COVID happened, okay, there was a, a byproduct that didn't get a lot of space and time. Um, but everybody went in. What, what, when did they close the world down on on Fourth uh, St. Patrick's Day? Everybody went in and shut their Google ads off. Those that had organic listings were fine because those organic listings stayed. The people that had to shut their Google ads off, they were out of business because they had no money to pay the ads. And there was no way to generate the traffic. So the long play and the right play is organic search. Ads are a short, short, quick fix to something. Or like this guy that I have that teaches a class. Eventually, I hope to get him to where his um, the rankings for his website outdo the need for having uh, ads. But for right now, we need ads to support it. So we're do we've got a long and a short run going. So I, I I just can't stress enough to comply with the content requirements. But you gotta be good. If you heard me talk ten years ago, you never would have heard me say you had to be good. I would not have cared what you put up as long as there was enough words to fill a page. And that's why Google's cracking down because for years. People would write bad pages, stick it up on the internet, and those pages would rank. And they don't want that anymore. They want to deliver a good product to their end user. Okay, so it says, do you offer managing website services along with fixing them? Yes, we're, we're full service. We do everything from hosting all the way up to whatever you need to do. So we're a full service company. Okay, it says, do you build websites for customers from scratch? Yes. If so, is there... Is this a diverse question? Hold on, don't move the screen. Somebody move the screen on me. But what would the price point be? Okay, that becomes, a, again, it's 500 to five gazillion dollars. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you do, so I don't know what we would need. So that's just a call to the office. All right, that's a good question you just asked there, Royce. Hang on a minute. I'll get down to you in a second. All right. I definitely support your opinion on WordPress. Good. Uh, have you ever done digital marketing for a recruiting company? Uh, like a headhunter? Yes. Um, I only get leads through LinkedIn and cold call places. Yeah. These are all questions you all just need to call me. This says, is it true that SEO costs five to 10,000 to be effective? No, it is not true. Um, and yes, it is true. Okay. So here's the deal. I'm going to say, Let's say for most businesses in Houston, the right price for SEO is $3,500 a month. And there's a set of services that come with that $3,500 a month. And let's say it's five pages that, that come with that. But you don't have $3,500 a month. You only have $1,500 a month. So you only do two pages. So we're going to do the math now, okay? 
If I'm saying you need five pages a month, five times 12 is 60. So that would be 60 pages a year. If you only had money to put up 25 pages a month, what the ground you could cover in 12 months actually becomes 26 months. Does everybody understand what I just said or no? Because I, I can't see whether you do or you don't. All right. Good night, Sandra. All right. So you have to understand that that no, you don't. Let me try it again. I thank you for answering me back because this gets tricky to make somebody understand this. OK, if the right answer is I have to put up five pages a month or 60 pages a year, if it takes me two and a half years to put up those 60 pages, I would it would take me two and a half years to pay what it would take in 60. So where he says is five to ten thousand a month to be effective. It just may be you can pay less and it just takes more months because you need to do a certain amount per month, depending on the topic. If you're just a local accountant and you just want to rank in, you know, the heights, that's different than somebody like me that wants to be an SEO company and I'm uh, or a web hosting company and I'm on a national scale. All right. So my lift becomes different. But the end result of what you need to do, if it takes you two and a half years to do it or it takes you one year to do it, that's what the dollar delimiter is. Does that make better sense? Did I did I get it the second time? Are you understanding what I'm saying yet? Yes, no. Just type a yes or a no so I know you got it. All right. Yay, we got it. OK, so. All right. So uh, good, 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 good. All right. So so the answer is, does it cost five to ten thousand dollars a month? Could be. If you're a personal injury attorney, it could be fifteen thousand dollars a month. Um, if you're. If you're a personal injury attorney and you're the biggest one in the city, it could be sixty thousand dollars a month. All right. So understand that. Do I think I have sixty thousand dollar people in this room? No, absolutely not. Do I think it's reasonable to say $1,500 to $3,500? Yes, depending on what you do, probably. So five to 10. Now, again, without knowing what your job is, Royce, I don't know whether that's accurate or not accurate, but that seems a little high unless you're going to tell me you're with Arnold and Itkin, and then we'll have a different discussion. You know, so that that's where I have to frame that. But I, I mean, anything is possible. It's just if you have a budget, you can work inside the budget. You just have to have a realistic expectation of what comes out the other side of that budget. But at the end of the day, everything I do is to position you guys as experts at what you do. And I think that is the overarching thing that Google's after. So AI content is a no. If you don't know, if you have an SEO company and you don't know if they're putting up AI content, you need to find out. If you have an SEO company and you get pages and they don't make sense to you and they don't sound like they were written by an expert, you need to give them back. Um, I can't tell you how many times I hear, well, they used to give me these pages and the pages were no good. And I just told them to go ahead and put them up on the website anyway. You, they can't be that way anymore. It's just not possible to do it that way anymore. So these are the things that we need to be aware of 
as we're we're walking through this and and Google is really 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 cracking down on content. So this need to be an expert, the need to put yourself out there, the need to do TikTok videos or do a podcast. I think a podcast is probably an easier lift for most of you um because there's not the camera aspect of it. I have several of my lawyers that we do work with. I just throw the cell phone in front of them and give them the voice notes and let them go. And the first time I did it, they were like, um, uh, uh, uh. Now they already have their thoughts before they know I'm coming. They have their thoughts in their head. They give me the page. They know what they want to say. They're clear. They're, they're concise. And they put together a good, good, good set of information. Um, I have a, a little doctor guy that I'm I'm working with now and he's he's coming along with what he does too and he said I'm kind of dry. It's okay that you're dry. People want to hear what you have to say. You know, you don't have to be uh, a comedian to get your point across. Uh you just have to be giving good information and make people want to make want people want to listen to you. I, I am surprised at how many replays of this I actually get between the YouTube channel and the podcast. And, and when I look at it, um, you know, on the ones, some of the ones are that are more popular, how to use WordPress. Oh, that's another thing. Somebody gave me this idea and I think I'm going to do it. They told me to sit down and do an explainer video start to finish without you guys around of how to start with an instance of WordPress and how to build a website. And basically a tutorial of what to do start to finish. And I, and I think I'm going to, I think I'm actually going to do that sometime over. I have one now, if you notice it's sitting on, um, I guess you can't see my desktop anymore, um, but it's sitting on the YouTube channel right now. It's episode 214. This is getting started with WordPress, but I did that in a class with you guys here. And I think what they were telling me to do is actually do it, screen record it, and put together basically a mini class that says, you know, this is this, WordPress is installed, this is what you need to do, this is where you need to go, and start to finish and show you how to to just to get started. And I and I actually think there's some wisdom to that. Uh, and I and I think that I'm going to I'm going to look into doing that for everybody, because I, I think that would be um, I think it makes the low end hosting that we have for WordPress a whole lot more palatable if you guys have an explainer video that goes along with it and tells you what to do with it. Um, so it'd be like self-help instruction from going through. So, because I, I think I, I so firmly believe that you guys need to use WordPress on stuff and that you're all selling yourself short when you don't. I see the outflow of what Google's doing and you cannot compete if you're not doing what I'm saying. So you're either going to have to pay through the nose, which most of you don't have the money to do. <laughs> um, you're going to have to 
not have a good website and you're going to be struggling and it becomes that whole working in your business instead of working on your business because you're going to have to be running around trying to find business which becomes a a problem all on of onto itself so um this says have you ever thought about building a website template and putting it on etsy for passive income for me personally no i don't need to do that um I, 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 yeah, that's just the, uh, the amount of bookkeeping I would need to do on to keep track of the Etsy store. My, my CFO would just wring my neck for that one. Um, we don't want my neck being wrong. She'll kill me dead. So we don't want to do that. Um, but I mean, somebody else could do it. I mean, if you, yeah, I mean, I see them, they're like, uh, they're like, they're all out there all over the place. I, I think, um, I, I think for for sure from my my standpoint um is that I, I I want you guys to understand how to responsibly run and or manage whoever is running your SEO campaign and your web design stuff because I, I can't tell you how many I had this conversation, and, and if they're in the room, I apologize for sharing this with them, but I'm going to. I had somebody today that I asked them for their Google Analytics account, and they gave it to me, and they went and got some students, and the students dis, 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 uh, disabled their Google Analytics account about a month ago. So in trying to fix the G4 stuff and convert their Google Analytics to G4, these people disconnected all the analytics. There's no analytics on that website for the last six months or for the last six weeks. And the thing is that you you have to you have to be able to handle these things and you have to be able to put something in somebody's hand and them actually know what they're doing. And I can't tell you how many times that I take somebody in that they don't and how many times that somebody leaves and somebody smashes up what we do, one one or the other. They're they're interchangeable. So, uh, you know, I'm sure there is a cryptocurrency payment form for customers somewhere on 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 the WooCommerce uh, website. I actually think Stripe offers it as part of their their package but i mean that's just a quick google search to see and it'll so you just do wordpress plugin for cryptocurrency and it'll tell you where to go get it i mean literally you just put in what you want with the word wordpress plugin or woocommerce plugin and it'll go find it for you um i i, I would strongly urge you to take visa and mastercard over cryptocurrency but that just would be me um you know, uh, a lot of people have sold their cryptocurrency at this point and are sitting on the sidelines to wait for the for it to all calm back down again. Um, OK, so this one says, can you put together a Rank Math Pro video on how to use that for a WordPress site for SEO? Huh. Actually, no, I'm going to run a word. I'm going to run a class on something like that. Um, I think that's what I'd rather. That's what I'd rather do. It says, what's your take on Salesforce for CRM? Um, okay. 
I would say yes on Zoho. A lot of people are using Zoho. There's a plugin for Zoho if you're using WordPress, so you can pull stuff right off of it. Um, I have several companies that are using Zoho as their CRM, and it's working fantabulous. So um, I'm going to tell you that it does. I've got one person that had went Zoho crazy and actually built their entire operation and back office platform off of, Zo off of Zoho. They were able to, but they're like a borderline genius kind of guy. And they they pulled it all together. I, I sometimes I don't even understand what he did. And he's like, but I did this. And I'm like, okay, that's good. I'm glad you did it. I'm glad you understand what you did. I have no idea what you're talking about. So, um, but yeah, Zoho, I, I, I wouldn't pay for Salesforce. I, I don't think there's anybody, again, Salesforce is expensive. Um, I would much rather see you go with Zoho. There's a lot of options within it. It's well thought out. It's got a great platform behind it. Um, not knocking Salesforce, it's it's, but I think that most of us are too small to be able to have something like that. Um, John, you said, what about back office support for your website? What does that mean? What are you asking me? Are you around that you can just grab a microphone, or you 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 in only in as a as a regular person? Zoho, uh, I'm gonna tell you something about HubSpot in a, in a second. I'll let I'll let John answer me in the scroll here. Okay, so HubSpot's an interesting set of things, if you will. So it is all about inbound, outbound marketing, you know, that kind of stuff. Like I'm going to give you a white paper, but you're going to give me your email and then you're going to drip that out and you're going to get contacts and all that kind of stuff. I think they're on the expensive side. I know they have a CRM. I haven't I haven't audited it lately. Um, I, 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 again, I, I'm steering you towards Zoho because I think that's the better situation, but on the other side of the coin, the HubSpot one will capture the lead. So let's go back to Facebook for a second. You see this all the time. Um, Facebook ad, you know, ebook on, I don't know, becoming a real estate agent. And it says, click here to find out how to sell more house sales. So you click there and then you're forced to give it if you're using your email address and then you're forever getting emails that say, hey, did you get my last email? All right. First of all, I find that can be completely annoying, but that's a whole nother story. And I never buy anything from any of those people because I find it annoying. But HubSpot is more geared for that. I, I do think that you have to put a lot of time into it. Um that it's not just out of the box, shake it out, and you can use it. Um, so I would be really curious to see what you were trying to, what you're trying to do versus how you're trying to do it versus whether HubSpot really is the right answer. Um, I, I, I just, I, I keep saying Zoho, and everybody I say to send to Zoho is much happier in the long run. So, including former HubSpot users. I think even though they're saying they're free, I think that they're way, I think there's just a lot of expense with them in the long run. Okay. It says, does it matter if it's an e-online store or an online consultant? No, it doesn't. Not at all. No, I have one that's using it as an online store, and I have another one that's a travel agency. They're two completely different businesses, 
running on on Zoho and have Zoho and actually have a third that's a uh, software manufacturer. So no, it doesn't it doesn't matter um, what 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 the business is. I think it just depends on how much time you want to put into setting it up to accommodate your business properly. It says, John said, for example, back office is for business side back of the house that reports metrics and manages users. Yes, that's, that's, yeah. So if I put that back with your other question, your other, what about back office support for your website? All right. So I, I guess it depends on for what. So like if you wanted QuickBooks, you could run QuickBooks through the back of WordPress and it'll sync orders for you. Um, if you want a e-commerce, you know, system and report of the stuff that you sold out of your website, there's a plugin that will give you all the e-commerce insights for the grand old price of $50 a year. You know, I, so I, I think it depends on what you're wanting. User management, there's all kinds of that. I, I mean, I, I have one for a homeowners association that I run. I can tell what users come in and out. I can tell what they're doing, how they're using it, how they're using that site. Are we being effective and what we're offering? I mean, it just depends on, um, you know, what functionality you're wanting. This says, I couldn't do, I don't, I didn't use think you could link QuickBooks to WordPress. You can. There's a syncing service. Absolutely, you can. All right. So uh, I, I think as we're starting to get to the end of our time, though, I want you to understand that if I had to tell you the biggest takeaway from 2022 is I am going to say you need to be an expert. You need to be an expert in how you put your website together. I know most of you are not an expert which is why if you use WordPress, even a broke clock is wrong two times a day or right two times a day, rather. All right. I, I think it's you got to be an expert. And I think that we're getting to a point, you know, where I am as much of a brand as my company is a brand. Um. I have, you know, I, 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 I changed the name of the company and nobody missed, nobody missed the fact that I changed the name of the company because I'm the brand. So I'm the expert. You're the expert. Your company is the expert. And people are looking for that. They're looking for what's real because they've been burned so much out there. And that includes Google, I think. So my takeaway from the entire year is you have to be the expert and you have to do it right. And there are no more cutting corners. There's no more um, being a problem, you know, uh, just putting a Band-Aid on things. Um, and I think you have to be uh, precise in how you approach things. And I'm, I'm precise in the way I approach everything I do. Um, and, you know, you guys that asked me a little bit for an agenda of what I was going to talk about, I didn't even talk about the true technical aspects of how to set up a website, but your website has to be set up in a, in a very pointed and proper manner. It's not just okay enough to say I have services about me, home, 
the order of your navigation bar, how your pages are set up, start to finish. Um, if I use the word an inverted pyramid, I don't even know half of you even know what I'm talking about. But, you know, your most important stuff needs to be at the top. And by the time I get to the bottom, you know, I, I need to be the least amount of, of of importance. And I mean, it used to be they tell you at the newspaper to write in an inverted pyramid. And what they were basically telling you to do is um, write in a way that that if they had to cut copy off the bottom, they weren't cutting anything important. I think that is something that's a lost art. But every web page that you have, by the time you get to the bottom, the least important thing should be at the bottom because you don't know how far down a page somebody's going to scroll, okay? Some people scroll to the bottom. Some people will not scroll to the bottom. So, you know, if I if I put a heat map on a page, most people get, you know, a quarter down the page before they get up, give up on the page and are going to the next page. So be – I know it just sounds like I'm like the Army, be all you can be. Um, but I, I really, I really, really, really want you to walk away with the idea that that you have to be really precise in how to um how to how to how to do that yeah it kind of is isn't it um and that that's that's the biggest takeaway that i can offer you for this year um because it it is it has really been a whole year of that and i don't really look for that to change much um i don't look for us to for them to come off of this because they really want the bad parts of the internet to go away. Um, they made the mess and now they're trying to clean it up. And what I mean when I say they made the mess is they had people just put out page of spun content about page upon. And now they just want the best possible answer for the questions. I, I don't know that they're meeting their bar. I mean, let's let's not make a mistake. I don't know that they're they're meeting what they're trying to do. Um, but it, but at the end of the day, that's that's what you as a small business owner need to do to have success. And you need to if you have an SEO company, you need to be sitting on their head. Um, you need to make sure that that content is being written by American people and not being outsourced to other countries or being bought from, you know, some guy on Fiverr that, you know, is spinning content off an AI platform because you're, you're just going to falter bad and you're going to waste your money. And if you don't, if you have money to waste, God love you. But I think in this economy, I think nobody has money to waste. We're all trying to still come off COVID, and now we have to deal with how things are now. So, you know, it's a challenge. So don't put yourself in a bad spot. Um, you know, that's that's what I've got to say on that. Hold on, I got to sneeze here. Hold on. Yeah. Phew. Incoming recession. You're exactly right. Um, what I will say is that in the past, because we're oil and gas. We've always been a little bit um, more insulated from it. So thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so I'm hoping that ends up being the trend this time around, that Houston always seems to be okay. They're, when they're not okay, the gas prices are $30 a, a barrel of oil. When they're 110 the whole city's okay. So, all right. It says, what do you recommend for a healthcare service patent, patient portal CRM? You know, huh. That's a really good question. Um, 
there's a whole bunch of them out there. Uh, it, I guess it depends on what you want. I mean, I've had some experience with Breeze. Um, you know, it, 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 what you have to do is you really are going to have to get to where you, you know what you want it to do and then figure out how to integrate it into the website. Um, so that's that story. This says, I've done all those failed options and I'm over Fiverr and Upworks and all those guys. They wasted so much money and time. Yeah, that's just the way it is. All right, let's see. I'm trying to see who else I haven't gotten to here. All right, I mentioned Elementor. Elementor Pro, um, we offer Elementor with our hosting free of charge, just FYI. Um, I kicked you out of your protective shell. Yes, I did. You're right. Um, yeah, all right. So this is a good one. Grammarly, if, if you want, that's actually a good little plugin to use. Um, that will let you fix um, grammar and diction. So like, because words are inverted in, in different languages and things are said differently, Grammarly tends to catch the English as a second language problem. So again, understand, I know you don't hear it, but I have those problems um, that I invert things. Um, so, and I'm sure there's others of you out there. So if English is your second language, you're going to have to pay a little extra attention because you're more apt to make a mistake. Um, all right. It says, is it, is to be direct on a website better than a hundred pages? No, absolutely not. A hundred pages. So they figure you have nothing to say if you say it in one page. Um, and yeah, so, uh, the more pages you have, the better off. I think my website's over a thousand pages now easily. Um, and I'm always adding to it. So I, I, I really, and honestly, my thousand pages is just the tip of an ice is the tip of the iceberg because, um, you know, like I said, we rebranded the company last year. I put up a brand new website and started it from scratch. I have a lot of the old imported content that I had from the, our old business, um, but what's interesting, what I'm going to have to do is I actually am going to have to call out some of those old pages because they're they're not meeting the standard. So although I have all these good pages, these few hanger on or old pages, I'm getting a little bit of uh, ripple back from. So I'm actually going to have to sit down and say, OK, this is a thin page. I either need to get rid of the page or I need to get somebody to go write out the rest of that page and go put out. So yeah, no, hundred pages, much better than than ten ten really good pages. Uh, some people will argue that with me, but Google's looking for girth. They they if they if you don't have a lot to say and you're putting up a ten page brochure, that's how they're looking at you. You're not making the internet a better place. So you have to remember that that's that's their thing is they want the internet to be a better place. So okay, let's see. Oh, somebody else says, I've also used Fiverr for marketing. Yeah, uh, Fiverr is not your friend. I mean, I, uh, and I know some people say, well, that's where we get our writers from. Okay, great. I'm glad you got writers from Fiverr. I, I got people over here that I, I, I've had here for 10 years that we've trained. You know, I, they've actually had training and they know what they're doing. And they're actual college graduates of from Texas A&M, both of them. I don't know how I did that, but um, so we, you know, we, 
we we make sure that we're giving the best because that's what you need. So if you're not doing it yourself, you better be sure that the person that's doing it for you is doing it right. Because if they're not, you're screwed. And then it's going to be, well, I don't know why your site's not ranking or, you know, it's going it, to, you're not going to have forward progress because it's actually going to be lacking there. So, all right, we've got three minutes left. Anybody else have anything else they want to fire at me in the way of questions? Because now would be your time or speak speak your piece for 2022 because we are almost out of time for this year, if I can believe I'm saying that. And we'll be back in February for sure. Um, so, you know, there's no problem. There's no there. Uh, no problem there. Um, and we're going to start talking and see where we are by February, what Google has pulled out of its nasty bag of tricks and what I need to tell you about. And we'll start down some of these things of, you know, how do I, you, somebody asked me about rank math. I'm going to tell you one thing about rank math. Okay. I'd rather teach you how to optimize a page and let you validate it in rank math than have you depend on rank math to rank the page. I hope you understood what I just said, but I, that's, I think that's the best way to do that. It says, thank you. Thank you, Beth. I think You're very it welcome. Wonderful. It was wonderful. You answered a lot of questions. Uh, we are not going to go that far back, you know, to January or February. No way, you know. Yeah. So you have a good December and have a good holiday, everybody. We hope to see you in a couple of webinars next month. I want to thank everybody for being there with us. Thank you, Beth. Have a good day. And I'm one, sure one thing, Lolita, before did I run you out. Your, did you put your website and your... No, podcast? and I'm going to. And I'm going to tell you, those of you that say February is far away for this class, I'm, I have other classes. So go sign up and get on the mailing list over there so you can, you know, you can keep plugged in as to what's going on. There's a big box that says sign up for a calendar. We we give out calendars every month and let you know what the topics are and what we're talking about and so on and so forth. So um, that way you don't miss a beat here if something comes up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, happy holidays, everybody. And we will Have for sure see. That's a wrap for this week's Internet Marketing Clinic. We'll see you next week. Thank you.